Welcome to Expound the Universe, Season 9, Episode 4, Back to Streets, Back to All Right. The book, Crucible, by Troy Denning, the year 2013, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go. Welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars Expanded Universe novel discussion podcast. What do you think? No reactions. No? Pretty None. good? No notes? No notes. Okay, well, that's uh, you know what? No notes is in its, uh, itself. No notes is good notes. It's, it's, yeah, no notes in itself is a note. I'll take it. Yeah. That's perfect. I'm Jeff. That's John. <laughs> yeah, even if you choose not to make a note, you still have made a note. Oh, shoot. Now you've ruined it. You've taken it away from me. I, know, I mean, I've never liked Rush, so I guess I need to give them a, a brief window of they're, they're okay, given that Pert died a couple days ago. I mean, you can always just say, like, Pert was a real good drummer. Pert Don't like a, Rush. Yeah, that, honestly, that pretty much is my opinion. Pert was an astonishingly good drummer. Uh, their songwriting left a lot to be desired, and <laughs> Getty Lee is the screaming of bats. There you go. Uh, yeah, so... That's that's where my brain is at. That is it. You know what? They're instrumental shit. I am com- like why uh, was it YYZ? Yeah, I am behind that a hundred percent. That's good stuff. Yeah. So there you have it. There's my opinions on Rush. And there you have it. We'll uh, be back next week <laughs> on the Rush Cast, <laughs> where each week we briefly describe what we think of Rush. Yeah. Well, we are in a rush. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> that's a good day for the show. <laughs> if that podcast doesn't exist already. <laughs> I sure wish I liked Rush enough to be the person who had that podcast. I know, right? Yeah. I'd be like, uh, yes, uh, let's talk about everyone's favorite Canadian band. Brian Adams. <laughs> he's not a band, he's a man. Oh, he's he, a one-man band. He is but a man. Where <laughs> Rush is a god. <laughs> he is but man. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Whip crack went his snappy tail. <laughs> man, we're... Uh... A little punchy for the beginning of this episode. Well, to be fair, this episode kind of, I mean, I don't want to say this episode, but these two chapters kind of suffer from uh, problems we have encountered in previous Star Wars books. John, where were we at the very, very, very end of last chapter? Uh, At the very end, we had learned that uh, Captain Solo has awoken. And he has a plan. He's got plans and what's the last sentence of the of, of the second chapter that we're gonna do here i've got a plan yeah that's some ass <laughs> that was... and titties <laughs> ass and titties ass ass titties titties ass and titties <laughs> what was that song i was singing a second ago about poops <laughs> i feel a poop, poop coming, coming on that's right a poop coming on what is the actual line there is it like uh, a whoop a whoop yeah okay that's fair I just remember that song from back when I was at like high school homecomings. There you go. That was a badass song. <laughs> that was a badass song. It's yeah. No, no. Let me see your tootsie roll is a badass song. Yeah. That's a horrible description of either a, a butt or the movements of a butt. Yeah. Unless well, you're describing the movements of that a butt come from a butt. Yeah. Let me see your tootsie roll is like something your you know doctor should say. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna need you to go into the bathroom and then I'm gonna <laughs> inspect your tootsie roll. <laughs> You should have filled this cup <laughs> with Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd love Lime that. ones, hopefully, if you Ooh, got sweet. them. Oh, shit. These are all those vanilla ones. Oh, worst of the Tootsie Roll family. <laughs> I forget <sighs> that there's those fruit Tootsie Rolls. Dude, roughly once a, like, a year. Usually around November, I will forget. And then in October, I'll be like, oh, yeah. They make those. There's orange and lime ones of these. Yeah, they got vanilla, orange, lime, strawberry. I've never seen a strawberry, but I have seen lemon. And vanilla, which is garbage. Yeah. It, no, I, I try to avoid the, the mindset that vanilla is the equivalent of plain. Yes. But in Tootsie Rolls, it is true. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't taste like vanilla. It tastes like chewing. <laughs> All the great taste of chew. Ah. <laughs> uh, Not Charleston. <laughs> nope. No Charleston, just chew. <laughs> vanilla Tootsie Roll. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, how are you today? I am, I don't know, possibly dying. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah. On Expounded Universe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we did just have big, tasty sandwiches. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Too much sandwich. Had a dog. Well, yeah, you ordered the large. That's a mistake at Gaglioni Brothers. Yeah, I should it's, not have gotten a large. A, it's a it's a massive sandwich it's, they bring you. It's too big. Yeah, so Gaglioni's a local cheesesteak place. It's uh, probably a chain, actually, now that I think about it. I, uh-huh. I, there was only one in San Diego, so to me it feels like an original. But it's a tasty steak place if you want a cheesesteak, Sam, uh, which I did very much. You did? Yeah. Now, uh, let's see. The beginning of these chapters, we're going to be hanging out with one Dina Yus again. Yus. I tried looking her up for bonus content potentially today, but it turns out that it is she is only in this book, and her entire arc is in this book. Oh, yeah. And it's best not to get too close to her. Well, I mean, what else did you think was going to happen? This was the last Legends book, and she was introduced here. Well, there are interesting things that I learned about her. For example, what we're going to find out about her in just a second. So, <laughs> Dina, so Dina Yus is, is hanging out, drinking, in, in the, the back, back of an El Camino. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not my fault. It's not my fault you picked up on it and ran with it. I can't be held responsible for your musical tastes. Yeah. Which are, of course, phenomenal. Yeah. It's not your fault I pick it up and ran with it, storming through the party like my name was El Nino. <laughs> well, now I can't pick up from there because it's what I just said a second ago. <laughs> uh. So, uh,. Yeah, so she's down in the morgue, the morgue, and well, she's, the makeshift morgue because yeah. well, there's a lot of dead people. Yeah, tens of thousands of people have died, so they are just like, well, we ran out of body bags, so mm. we're just shoving people on shelves at this point. Yes, so she's down there looking at the remains of a guy named like Tharlston Chu. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Yes, I forget his exact name, but it, Thar- Tharston is part of it. Yeah, I think it's. Thurston Carl. Yeah, it's Thurston Howell. Yeah, that's right. He is the first of his kind. Soon there will be three. <laughs> it's a millionaire and his wife. Uh, no, he's his name's Thurston like Carr or something like that. Uh, yeah, Thurston Carl. Okay, Thar- Thurston Carl. Carl. <laughs> so Thurston. So Thurston Carl Bradlanoluski is uh, is dead. And what we learn at the beginning of this chapter is that this was her lover. Yeah. This is the this first. Nope. Fuck you. This is the first story. and only <laughs> <laughs> lover that she has had. Uh, so she is experiencing, ooh, some emotions. But mm-hmm. when she's experiencing them, we get the first hint that she's like, oh, I do not know what these emotions are boiling within me. What could this be? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, either you're a robot or you were homeschooled. So it turns out it's a little bit of both. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> so as she's standing there trying to process this new uh, emotion that is sadness, uh, who should appear behind her but Savara Rain, our 19-year-old J- Sith assassin who, for some reason, is constantly being referred to as 19. Oh, yeah. They need to let you know. Mm-hmm. It's very important that you know that this woman is nubile. It's very important that you know that she is teenaged. Yeah, actually, she's the same age that Luke was at the beginning of New Hope. I know. So I guess maybe there's something, some sort of parallel there. She's the new shitty generation. But yeah, we've Much got... Much like Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, the new shitty generation. The choice of a shitty generation. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, it's Crystal. <laughs> so she's thinking to herself a lot of the emotional thoughts, but also like... You know, Thurston wasn't great. He was a dick when he played Sabacc, mm-hmm. and he was, he also was cheating mar- on his wife yeah, with he, her. He was married, and she was the side piece. Yeah. Uh, which which was okay for her, because he'd been teaching her love and tenderness. Love and tenderness. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. just going to only do songs this it's time. all song jokes. That's right. You Settled asked for in. it. You got it. Actually, the thing we got most recently asked for is a list of- The, the Christmas Christ- album? So, someone wants us to record a Christmas album. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give him a little taste, John? I hate- Christmas songs, and I hate Christmas. Bah, humbug. And your opinion on Mises? I hate them to pieces. <laughs> I mean, what if it was only Christmas songs that were, like, slightly off the beaten path? Like, eh. nothing that would be on a regular... Like, all you can do shit is shit like uh, Italian Christmas donkey, and <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Sure, as long as it's animal themed, I'm on board. No, it's just it's just <laughs> animal just a, themed. It's just animal songs. Well, can we think of any more than those two? Uh, what if they were originally sung by chipmunks? Does that does that count? Negatory. Okay, just unless checking. it mentions the chipmunks in it, mm-hmm. but it uh, doesn't. So does that? Oh, and also, what about reindeer? You're going to get a lot of shit about reindeer. Then does it? 
like Rudolph and is that okay? I mean, I think I would do Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, but I wouldn't do Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to do a cover of The Night Santa Went Crazy? Sure. I'd be able to do Run Run Rudolph. <laughs> Ooh, let's see. I think we might actually have a Christmas album in the works Ooh, here, everybody. baby, we got it. <laughs> you got a stew going. Finally, the sonorous tones of John who can sing and me who absolutely cannot. <laughs> who is also there. <laughs> I'll be your producer. <laughs> I need you to drop me a fat beat, my dude. <laughs> I'm, I, this That's is the karaoke track for this song. Ago. This gives me a chance to be like the person I most aspire to be like, Russell Simmons. Suge Knight. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's a horrible decision. <laughs> I want to be like Suge Knight so much. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't want to be like those guys. They're both horrible criminals. I'd rather be like Warren Spector. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> No, man, just be like Dre. Oh, there you go. I almost forgot about Dre. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, that was a close one. Thank you for stopping me from forgetting about Dre. I know that we have digressed for a while now. Uh Uh-huh. But I was hanging out with... Drinking. No. (laughs) (laughs) Some... Buddy once told me. Like 20-year-olds? Like... Mm Mm-hmm low 20s we're talking like 22 23 Mm -hmm. and nobody likes you when you're 23 and i I can't stop now referenced dre Mm -hmm. and forgot about dre and they're like what's that and i went you know forgot about dre dr dre and they're like what and then i needed to murder them all so what i'm (laughs) saying is i need you to help me hide some bodies (laughs) well great i have this bag of holding (laughs) good we'll just dump them in some water (laughs) That's my favorite stupid D&D trick. <laughs> anyway, so she is reminiscing about how much she loved this dirtbag mm-hmm. gambler. Mm-hmm. And Savara shows up and is like, ah, what a piece of shit that guy is. Mm-hmm. And Dina has the reaction of just being like, I'm going to drop my little like sleeve blaster down and just whips around before she even knows who it is and points the blaster at her. Right. But it's Savara Rain, the the young, evil Jedi type. And she's just like, ha you're not going to shoot me, dummy. And then she's like, yeah, maybe I am, though. Yeah, no, this is a moment where uh, she's resisting her, her weird urges. But we don't know too much about those yet. She's got weird urges. Mm-hmm. And hair in strange places. Some may say her tastes are unconventional. <laughs> I mean, you might. Yeah, you could, probably. I mean, given that she drinks enzyme paste. Mm, she needs that white. She needs that catch cell white. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, no. Um, so basically, Savara is going to show up and mock her. Now, now she's immediately mad at Savara, and we do learn that while, yes, Dina Yuss is a plant who was put here by the Kreft brothers, uh, she didn't realize this was going to happen. Yeah, the original plan was this sabotage was going to happen in between uh like the two teams coming in yeah during a shift break there was going to be the alarm able to be sounded Mm -hmm. like at best they were looking at maybe like a dozen people getting killed when this happened yes and instead it was like thirty-eight thousand. yeah they killed just an absolutely insane number of people so dina's like i didn't sign up for any of this this is ridiculous and this is when we finally see the the uh the other shoe drop where she's like you didn't sign up for anything you were made for this oh yeah but also when she's like oh you did it she's like who do you think gave me the codes to do this? You're as much a part of this as I am. She's like, no, it was just you. Yeah, well, she, well, she's like, well, this wasn't the plan. The plan was to do it at shift break. And Rain is like, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care. I'm you, evil. You're either going to be complicit in the death of a few people or a lot of people, and either way, you were going to be complicit in some deaths. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she's kind of mocking Dina at this point. Uh, I think it's because she's worried that Dina is about to have a face turn. Well... I mean, also just because she's an asshole teenager Sith. That is also She's like, true, eh, yeah. ha, ha, fuck you. Yeah. Because, I mean, what we're getting from this is the Krefs made her for this job. Like, literally built her purpose-driven for this one role. So as far as, like, Savara is concerned, she's like, oh, I'm not worried about you because you may as well just be a very advanced droid. Oh, well, she is, in fact, a very advanced droid. They actually use the term biot. Biot. You are a constructed biot, which I know a little bit about, uh, and that's that's a Yuzhan Vong thing. Eh. Uh, so, 
So that, but but she's not Eugene Vong or created by them. It's apparently that the the Kreft brothers must have successfully stolen the technology or something. Heck yeah, or the biotechnology, and grew her in a vat, and then gave her the exact right number of memories to have a plausible backstory. Yeah, they're like, here we go. We're gonna give you uh, a family mm-hmm. and a backstory. We're gonna dump your head full of about as much engineering and nonsense things as you would possibly need, and a personality that will make you get along with people on Sarnak. And ever since I looked up Tendra Calrissian, now I kind of have an idea of why she looks the way she does. They tried to build her to look like a rich business lady, like like the uh, the end result of a cake song, which is apparently Lando's type. Yeah, he likes them with a short skirt. Yeah, he likes fingernails that shine like justice. <laughs> uh... And Italian leather sofas. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Who doesn't? I've thought, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so, but yeah, she's basically built to appeal to Lando, which is part of why she has the job. Uh, so we are, De- or, uh, Savar is here to kind of move on to phase two of the plan, which at this point, Dina is in the cold. She has no idea that they were going to, uh, going to attack when they did. Oh, yeah. She, she thought he- it was just, we are here to cripple the actual, like, facility itself, mm-hmm. and once that's done, we're done here. Mm-hmm. So now that Savar is like, oh, yeah, now it's time for some more dumb shit to happen. She's like, what are you talking about? We already did this and way worse than we should have. And in fact, this was fucking stupid because an accident during a shift where like 12 people died would probably just get chalked up to an accident. But this is very clearly sabotage. What the fuck do they think they're doing? Yes. Yeah. But then we start learning a few more details. For example, after the blast went off, now, as you recall, the blast, the asteroid impact uh, happened while Dina, Lando, and the Solos were riding towards it in a, uh, a, a speeder. Ho- hover vehicle. Yeah, speeder. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, apparently, after the blast, while uh, Han and Leia were unconscious and lying on the ground, uh, it was Dina's program job to go get some of their blood. Yeah, she got a couple Ziploc baggies of bandages covered in blood for the two of them. I find like the idea that she just had a couple of warm Ziplocs of blood in her pockets. Just, Here just, you go. Just some loose blood bags. There, I got you this. It's warm from my pocket. These give me a pleasant sense of motion when I walk with them in my pockets. <laughs> I walk it's in my pockets. <laughs> But no, she got a little bit of Leia and... and uh, A little bit of Monica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please, Brain, I need to remember the, the names of people I know. <laughs> nope, sorry. You remember Monica, Rita. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Trumpet sound again. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so she got a little bit of their blood in bags, and she's going to hand that over to Savara now for reasons most mysterious. We do not yet know what's going on with that. Yeah. Now, uh, first, when she's got her gun raised and she's not putting it down, uh, we do get a bit where Savara's surprised and actually looks like, oh, fuck, I may have pushed this too far. Mm-hmm. And she gets distracted does dina like being in her own headspace mm-hmm. which gives savara enough time to just like Slap zoom in yeah pin her arm against the wall and like shove her up by the neck and be like hey fuck you i'm a sith yeah. don't you do that shit if you point a gun at me again i will actually kill you is that understood yeah and, and so that the, the power dynamic rapidly shifts yeah but that's just one more thing where you're like man you're not only did you kill the person that she loves and fuck up this entire operation that she thought was going to go down, but now you're actually being cruel to her and will get worse? Yeah, it turns out that she brought a ready-made series of ways to kind of psychologically torture her. Because this this whole chapter is basically the two of them kind of shifting power dynamic over and over again. Where when she gets pinned to the wall, she's like, see, I could kill you at any time. And then she, Dina's like, wait, that means you don't need me anymore. That means I'm safe to tell Lando what's going on. Yeah. Well, she's like, ooh, I haven't told them that uh, Luke Skywalker is here yet. And yeah. it seems like she doesn't know. Yeah. Ooh, I've got an ace in the hole. Yeah. And then Savara senses she thinks she has an ace in the hole and is like, ah, now it's time to mess with you some more. 
Now, it turns out that Savara has brought along 10 vials of an enzyme that Dina needs in order to essentially still be human. Uh, Yeah, if she doesn't drink this enzyme paste, then the biot nature of her body will break down and she'll die. Well, yeah, because the enzymes are what allow her to, like, eat and drink. It breaks down anything she consumes. Mm -hmm. It actually lets her function. Yeah. But without it, she just sort of starts to lose organic functionality. Yeah, she starts falling apart. Uh, And so Savara takes out the vials and is like, well, I just need to check the quality on these and then I'll give you your food and we can be going. And she holds one up to the light, and it turns like, out... Oh, no, please, don't do that! It turns out that the enzyme paste, when exposed to sunlight, like, denatures and becomes a poison instead. Yeah, it's it's light-sensitive, so when exposed to light, it just starts rapidly shifting in composition. Mm-hmm. And if it becomes, like, colorful in any way, because it's normally just a clear liquid, Yeah, but the more color it gets, the more deadly it would be to take, mm-hmm. to the point where... Like, she just fucks with her and drops two vials and destroys them. Like, drops the third one and lets Dina catch it, but even then it's, like, turned pink already. It's good that it turns pink. If it had turned blue enough, we'd know that she had the power to, like, you know, absorb Be pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) This enzyme paste can be used to show the absorbency of paper towels or tampons. (laughs) Or paper tampons. Well, most of them. At least they have that that cardboard ejector shoot. (laughs) Good. That's, uh... It was at least the ones I saw when I was a little kid. A little kid. I was a little kid, and I found them under the sink, and I was like, what the hell is this thing? It's like some sort of rocket launcher. It's like some kind of hot sub time machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It looks like a blow dart you'd use to shoot a cotton swab. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> well, <laughs> man's. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, um, Uh, The power shifts again as Savara cacklingly destroys vial after vial of the delicious enzyme paste. She's like, oh, now is there something you're not telling me? Mm -hmm. And it turns out that yes. Uh, In addition to Luke Skywalker being here, which Savara straight up blanches and loses color in her face and gets scared at the mention of. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, fuck. If there's anyone that's just going to beat the shit out of me, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Luke's the best Jedi there is, and I don't want to be on the same planet as him. I think at that point, she's like, okay, I got to get off planet before he senses me. Yeah. Uh, Not only is Luke Skywalker there, but also, even though Dina is not sure of this yet, it looked like Han was going to be coming out of his coma real soon. Yeah. Uh, She's like, they're both going to recover. Neither of them died, and I think Han's about to wake up. Yeah. Oh, well, how's Leia doing? Oh, uh, she doesn't seem to be in a coma, but she's not waking up. Yeah, yeah, she's in a force trance. So yeah, force fine. trance. Yeah, and her, her wounds are weirdly healing. Yeah, 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 force yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. Force <laughs> trance. Go, go on. I actually kind of like that, that, that Savara was just being dismissive of the force shit. Yeah, she's which, like, yeah, she force heals. It doesn't matter. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. She's fine. She's going to be fine. It's great. I, I kind of wish she had died. But yeah, there's Why didn't you kill him? Uh, I wasn't programmed to. Yeah, that wasn't my job. I'm not programmed to kill. And she's like, ha ha, you don't have interesting instincts. <laughs> But then we also get another dynamic shift where it turns out that they still really need Dina here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, when she lets slip that, like, oh, you know, if I come under scrutiny by Luke, he's going to find out what I am real quick. Yeah, he'll try to use the force on her and be like, and some she some kind of Yuzhan Vong robo-lady. Yeah, and Savara was like, is that a threat? She's like, oh, Oh, I actually have power here. Okay, cool. I can make threats. She's like, no, it's not a threat. It's just an inevitability. Uh, You can take it as a threat, though. (laughs) Like, eh. And then more vials get destroyed, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of threats going back and forth here. Uh, But the best part is when she's like, yeah, Luke Skywalker's on the planet. And by the way, the techniques you taught me for interacting with men did not work on him. (laughs) She's like, you tried to seduce Luke Skywalker while his sister and brother-in-law were in a coma. That's... (laughs) And he's in a room having a very serious conversation with Lando. And you came in and you were like, hey, baby. Let me cup your balls a minute. (laughs) What were you doing here? Uh, Let me see that Tootsie roll, Luke. (laughs) It's a lightsaber. Thank you. But thank you. Please, uh, please stop. You're young enough to be my granddaughter. Have you met my granddaughter? No, I'm actually young enough to be your great great granddaughter because I'm one year old. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Apparently, she was indeed trying to seduce Luke Skywalker based on the teaching she got from a crazy Sith teenager. Yeah, 
It was like, oh, this 19-year-old taught me how to seduce people. <laughs> it was mostly put on a lot of black eyeliner and talk about <laughs> hang out in front Smiths. of a hot, <laughs> Hang out in front of a hot topic and try to strike up a conversation about Logan Paul with someone. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, Tell him how romantic you think Harley and the Joker's relationship is. so luke i i think they're truly in love because they're crazy in love luke and that's why i wear this pudding choker it's just like backing away i got places to be i gotta go uh yeah but it eventually ends with savara being like all right here's this data chip which is your data chip that has all the information that I used mm-hmm. to sabotage everything, like all the codes to hack in there and everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to give this to them. She's like, but then they'll just know it's me. What the fuck? What are you talking about? She's like, oh, no. Say you found it on Tharston. Yeah. So you found it in Tharston's quarters while you were going through looking for personal effects. And then she's like, you want me to blame Tharston for all, for all this? And she's like, no. I want you to just tell them what I told you to tell them. They're going to blame Thurston. Yeah, just tell them exactly what your relationship was, that he would come over and spend a lot of time in your quarters after mm-hmm. gambling in Sabak, and they'll just come to a conclusion. Yeah, apparently Thurston, anytime he got any kind of money and or vacation, would immediately leave the planet to go to someplace called the, I think, the Valtoon Casino Planets. Yeah, so she's just like, look, they know he's a gambler. And that he started spending a lot of time with you. They're just going to assume he got into super debt and got paid off by the Krefs. <laughs> I love the idea that she's going to bring that to their attention and they'll be like, a gambler, the worst kind of scum. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we're Lando and Han. Never, uh, sorry, whoops, sorry. <laughs> Oops, I'm exactly that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then, you know, he's always forgiven. Gambling is a powerful mistress. <laughs> <laughs> he was cheating on his wife, though, so. <laughs> oh, well, I've done that on a number of occasions. I'm Han Solo. <laughs> Uh, I've both cheated on my wife and oh, I'm Lando. I've both cheated on my wife and been the cheated on wife. I, I, <laughs> I fucked your wife and I am, am your, your wife. wife. <laughs> A vision of loveliness. Uh, so. So, yeah, that's how that chapter ends. She's yeah. just like, you're going to blame Tharston for this. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Leia. Leia's in a back to tank. Yeah, it didn't take her that long to wake up. It's nice. She wakes up in a bank to ta- back to tank where a medical droid, a new kind, not the old... Uh, oh, they're they're old. Uh, well, they're less than 20 years old, but they are... He's an outdated droid, but he's not the 2-1-B unit that was in Empire. No. It's, an, it's, a, it's still one of those mushroom head droids. It's new to us. It's a, it's a new kind of medical droid to us. To uh, you and me. But that's the thing, is that most of this chapter is about this medical droid grumpily explaining the differences between hospitals and, for- and infirmaries. And, 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 uh, it's like, there's not a hospital here. Oh my god, they're coming to my hospital room once again. This is an infirmary. <laughs> are you aware of the difference between hospitals and infirmaries? <sighs> you had a concussion. Do you know where you are right now? Do you yeah. remember our conversation? So yeah, she's waking up in a back-to-tank, uh, and there is this droid outside. And he's like, okay, so here's... It's good to see that you are waking up. And she's like, what happened to me? Do you know where you are right now? And she's like, I'm in the hospital on the planet Sarner or whatever. She's just like, I'm in a hospital somewhere. Ha! No, dumbass. You're in an infirmary. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm a a medical droid that was programmed to be mean. (laughs) Hi, I'm the house of medical droids. (laughs) It's not lupus. (laughs) You have force lupus. (laughs) You've got that force lupus. Uh, you get to turn into the force seal. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she she's like, okay, uh, I'm in a hospital. You're an infirmary. We, you were brought in here with a concussion and a bunch of broken bones and blah blah blah. Most of your bones have healed. Yeah, yeah, force trance. Yeah, no, I got For, it. <laughs> force force healing trance, right? And he's like, yep. And also, you suffer do the you, following effects. Do you remember what was going on? She's like, I was with Han, and oh shit, Han, where's yeah. Han? Yeah, and he's like, okay, so, and, and then she goes, wait, I've heard all this already, and he's like, yep, you sure have. Your concussion's really bad, but it's getting better. So hopefully, we won't have to have this conversation a third time. <laughs> uh, also, when she first wakes up, her first vision is a memory of, obviously to us, Dina getting the blood out of her. Yeah. Uh, She's like, that's weird. Yeah, but she thinks it's like some sort of prophetic vision where she like, maybe that's the dark side nebbling at me or something. Is is Han my blood? Has he been taken away from me? Yeah, that kind of thing. (laughs) 
because you see Joe, the, the Joker is like Harley's lifeblood. You see, she was his queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a special kind of love. Uh, but, but no, no. Uh, the, when, once the droid is basically successfully established that, uh, that her concussion is waning. He's like, so anyway, you're in an infirmary and Lando and Han and Luke are on their way to see you now. Do you have any, is there anything I can do for you? And she's like, yeah, I'm floating naked in a tank. Could you please turn on the privacy shields? <laughs> you got privacy shields here? Yes, we do. Our stuff isn't that outdated. God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Luke's one did not have privacy shields. So, pre- so assuming well, I mean, it might have. He yeah, was just, just hanging out in boxers. On. Maybe he's just way into diaper show. So yeah. He's just like, hey, everyone, look at my rad Luke diaper. <laughs> it's wet because I'm in goop. I asked them to put me in this. They didn't have to. <laughs> Normally, back to tanks are quite dry on the inside. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I was talking about the diaper, not the backed up, but that's okay. <laughs> Both good options. Both good. <laughs> My diaper is wet from the back to no other reason. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, an opaque shield appears to cover her various bits, just as everyone comes bursting in. Yeah, and it is... All of the characters that we've got. Yeah, even like Omad Keg and so on are in there. Lando, Han, Omad Keg, C-3PO, R2-D2, they all just come like pouring in. Boy, I sure hope this old lady is naked. (laughs) I love that 3PO is immediately a bitch to the med droid. Which is kind of not called for 3PO. Oh yeah, he just comes and he's like, oh, how are you doing? Were the ministrations of this outdated droid okay for you? And the droid's like, What? You are outdated. Yeah, so are you, 3PO. By my measure, you're probably about 85 years old. (laughs) Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) I mean, because we're talking about a 60-plus-year-old Leia here, and he was built 20 years before she was born. Yep. (laughs) 3PO is old as dirt as far as droids go. (laughs) I mean, he's not as old as R2, apparently. R2 is a dinosaur. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Uh, but to call some 20-year-old medical droid outdated is a laugh coming from an 80-year-old oh, yeah. vacuum cleaner built by a child. That was the one thing where I was like, okay, I get that you're being sassy 3PO. Mm-hmm. I understand. However, ooh, kettle. <laughs> <laughs> you're calling the pot black. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. They're, it, oh, excuse me. Han is all kinds of beat up. Oh, yeah. He comes in with, like... Two black eyes, his face is all torn up, he's walking with a cane, and he is just beat to shit. You should see the other guy. He's perfectly fine. You see the other guy. It's an astrolith, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he is he is deeply beat up. Lando has a bunch of cuts on his face and so on. Luke is fine. Well, yeah, Luke, Luke wasn't was there. there. Yeah. And Omad is also fine, because he was on the Falcon the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, Han comes up and he's like, oh, man, how you doing? He's like, well, I hope I'm doing better than you look. (laughs) Well, yeah, she is. Force trance. Yeah. Hey, can you put me in a force trance? I mean, yes, I just won't. (laughs) Yeah, but nah. (laughs) I like a man with a bit of a rugged edge on him. (laughs) I like a man who's been just slashed right up. I got a thing for Jigsaw from Punisher. Someone has to. You see, our love, mine and Jigsaw's, is a special crazy kind of love. Well, yeah. You see, he would like to play a game. (laughs) Ah, different Jigsaw. That is a different Jigsaw. Uh, That's the one from that one movie. And then those other five movies. And then those other movies. (laughs) And then it just kept going. (laughs) I have not seen a single Saw movie. I have seen four of them. Have you seen Saw? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen Jigsaw. Hmm. All right. Is that the most recent one? Uh, yes. Okay. I kind of want to see the first one because I've heard it's... Oh, the first one's good. Yeah, because it doesn't have all the elaborate trap crafting and what have you. It's just straight up torture porn in a bathroom like with Carrie Elwes. <laughs> yeah, the the whole thing is basically just a... Like one of those single room plays where it's very drama heavy on the two of these people's connections and finding out what it is and what's going on and why they're where they are yeah and that's great and then the rest of them were like yeah but you know it was really good elaborate traps yeah we we showed two of them for like a minute in the beginning of this movie but that is what we will focus on for the rest of it Uh uh-huh 
And also, when it's not that, it's the prophetic visions of a dead guy via VHS tapes. <laughs> Basically, just a slightly crazier book of Henry writ large over five movies. <laughs> uh, ah, yes. I always predicted. I have no idea what his voice sounds like. I always predicted this would happen. I would need to build an elaborate razor blade thing. <laughs> I needed to build a thing out of stuff to make you die or whatever. Yeah. That's the only. I, I walked past someone watching it once, and that was the trap that was being sprung. Was a dude had stuck his hand into a box that would that would. Uh, oh yeah, that was uh, from Saw Two, yeah. and it was a uh, lady, I believe. Oh okay, and they were being real dumb about it. Oh yeah, went up there and was like, oh, I put my hand through this thing where like it's triangles, but as soon as it's up there, the pointy bits are all digging into me. Yeah, and instead of just being like, oh, I'll use my other hand to push those out of the way then and bring my arm down, she just shoves her other arm up the other hole that's there. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just trying. This is a trap just, for idiots. Just pull them back a little bit. <laughs> you got captured in a trap for idiots. Yeah, and everything else I've ever heard about those movies is that it's either fun traps like that where someone's a complete fucking idiot, or it's, oh, you're going to be put through a puzzle, and if you're smart, you'll survive, but not this other guy who's in here, because to get out, you have to dig a key out of his stomach. Exactly. And it's like, well, that guy's definitely going to die then. You did not write a scenario where he can be clever. No. <laughs> it was basically like, hey, one of you is going to die, you get to decide who. Because yeah. either it's going to be you, or you kill him and you get out. Yeah. Uh, but, but, or you kill him and fail to find the key in time and you both die. But even then, the, the guy with the key in his stomach has no way out. What's he oh, going to yeah, do? Well, it's not there for him. He's like, fuck you, one. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Half I'm trying to teach the person who's actually in the trap a lesson about, I don't know, appreciating life or some shit. <laughs> uh, that's why I got to kill you, to teach someone else to appreciate life. Well, yeah, it's, oh, you've wasted your life. You were a drug addict or, I don't know, some kind of an asshole. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to put you in a death trap. And if you survive, then you'll appreciate your life more and stop, I guess, being an asshole. Yeah. Now, if you're smart, you'll end up like me and do a lot of shit with like tricycle and spiral themed imagery. That's how you not waste your life. Hell yeah. I've got cancer and I'm going to spend the last of my days just randomly killing people. <laughs> with, and then, yeah, like I said, a lot of tricycles. There's so many tricycles it's, it's, and dolls. It's, it's heavy tricycle and doll influence thing. It's uh, it, that's the way to spend your life, right? <laughs> that, that is the way. <laughs> that would have mollified Captain Lou Albano in that one song <laughs> when he was like, "When are you gonna live your life right?" And I'd be like, "Okay, Dad, I'll get a bunch of tricycles and murder people in basements." Finally, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh, don't you know we're not the lucky ones?" <laughs> I wonder how many people got that that was a girls just want to have fun reference. At which point, uh, uh. You think anyone? How many people got it on the Captain Lou Albano? I mean, you got to video? imagine it was that. Yeah. Because what else are you talking about at that point? I guess the Super Mario Super Show. Eh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, yes. So they get in there, and she's like, "Hey, what's going on? What's happening?" And they're being kind of vague about stuff. Yeah, no, this is honestly kind of irritating. We have a long discussion about how this was very obviously the Crefts, which we just did. Oh, that was, yeah. We had, the, we had the Lando and Luke discussion that was the exact same shit. Just well, Luke being like, uh, we don't have any for sure reason to believe it's them. But then they get into this room two chapters later and like, oh, no, it definitely was. It was definitely them. Uh, now, Luke's starting to let a little bit more go. He's like, he's like, obviously they're here. Well, the big thing is that the Cref attack doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, because they're like, it feels like they made a mistake in doing this because it obviously points to them. Mm -hmm. And then 3PO's like, yeah, but the chances of a Kalumi making a mistake like that is, yeah, it doesn't matter what the, the chances no odds. are. That's just a chance for Luke to, or for someone to tell 3PO. No, I don't want to hear the odds. No odds, yeah. Uh, you get it? I told you that before. It's the thing from the one movie, from all the movies. Yeah, just never like, tell me it. Just like how someone always has to say they had a bad feeling about something. Like yep. it, it shows up in most of these books, by the way. Oh, yeah. We almost never mention it. But yeah, that same thing from all the movies is in all the books where someone has to go, I had a bad feeling about this. Sometimes multiple times in the book. <laughs> and you're like, stop it. Stop. <laughs> I get it. You've seen the movies. And then like the the characters that are basically just supposed to be like the the author inserts pop up and like Luke's like, I have a bad feeling about this. And Kip Duran has to come in and go like, well, I have a worse feeling about this. The best is when they're just like, hey, I don't really have any bad feelings about this. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for letting me know you didn't have a feeling about this. I, the Dread Prince Shizor, can have thousands of bad feelings about this per microsecond. <laughs> 
<laughs> Such is my reptilian brain. <laughs> Colder, more capable of having bad feelings about this. <laughs> uh, so they went from Luke being like, nah, we got to find evidence to this chapter being like, hey, we're going to go kill the Krefs. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, now, they, they Luke's like, okay, well, if they are attacking like openly it's because they think no one's going to come get them because the Chiloon rift is a relatively lawless place like yeah it's between... hey i got all the information you wanted on get leia yeah turns out these motherfuckers are way bigger than we thought they were yeah and why are they setting a base here it's the middle of fucking nowhere they keep saying that even though even it is the middle of nowhere but it's also a very expensive middle of nowhere there's a lot of money out here yeah, and asteroids. also, there's a lot of money and no law. Yeah, it's completely lawless Why would you run an illegal corporation in a place with lots of money and no one to stop you? <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> it's, uh, they're all being quite dumb about that part. Like, why <laughs> And how do I get my arm out of this trap? I guess I'll put my <laughs> other arm in the trap. Why aren't they investing their money in good American banks? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, yeah, they're all... <laughs> Apparently, the Chiloon Rift is, like, equidistant between the remaining powers of the galaxy. Like, the, I don't know what's left at this point. The Imperial Remnant, the Chiss Ascendancy, the Corporate Sector, the the the, the New Republic. Those things, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they're, like, if you they're going to this much trouble to try and hide something here, mm-hmm. maybe it's Kesh. That's the, yeah, the big question is, is Kesh here? Is that the reason they're doing this? Because, obviously, if they just wanted to mess us up and take over the mining operation, they would have done their original plan of just... Killing fucking, a few, up the operation. fucking up the operation but this is like get out levels of attacking like they're they want us yeah, out of there hypnotize me with a coffee cup <laughs> <laughs> i've not seen get out oh i would really like to it's very good i've heard it is exceedingly good and i feel bad for not have, having seen either it or us i, I want to see them both quite. yeah they're both great yeah the <laughs> so the the thing with this is they're like, oh, maybe Kesh is here. Now, if you listened to our bonus content, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash systemmastery, yeah. $2 level. Yep, get that. That's how you learned a little in advance, apparently. I uh, I was talking about the Lost Tribe of the Sith on that last week, mm-hmm. and it shows up here that they're like, oh, that's the Lost Tribe's homeworld. Maybe it's here in the Chaloon Rift. Although, I have to assume not, because... The whole idea behind the Lost Tribe is they got marooned there, mm-hmm. and the middle of a plasma rift is not some place you normally get marooned. Yeah, one does not simply walk into the Chiloon Rift. No, you go about eight feet down, and then you're... <laughs> <It's> very... <laughs> is, is Kesh here? Well, there is a huge planet sticking out of the side of the rift on the top and bottom. But no, Kesh, the Lost Tribe of the Sith's homeworld, Kesh, has been lost for centuries, uh, even to the remnants of the Lost Tribe, uh, because it existed outside of the hyperspace lanes. Yeah, so because Ship showed up and found them, the ship named Ship showed up and was like, hey, uh, I found the tribe and we're going to go be evil and whatever, but there's a whole planet for Sith here, and that is troubling. So they're like, if... If there actually is cash in this rift, it means the Krefs are allied with an entire planet of Sith, and that would possibly explain why they aren't afraid of calling down, like, the Wrath of the Jedi mm. by doing this. Yeah, if they think they have Sith Guardians. The thing is, it's very unlikely they have a whole army of Sith at their disposal, because they have currently employed both Mandalorian and their own Nargon mercenaries. Yep. Uh and the the Sith wouldn't want that to happen either, and the Mandos would not work for a Sith organization. Yeah, so it some they have something here that they have to defend here because it's immobile. Uh, they, they're trying to clear the rift out, and, and that's Omad the Keg is like, oh, that makes sense for why they wanted my share. Yeah, because then they'd be on the Rift Council, and they decide where the communication net gets put yeah, up. Yeah, because Rift Mesh comes back into discussion, which honestly we hadn't mentioned in six chapters, so I'd forgotten about it. Uh, Rift Mesh, again, is a bunch of buoys that allow for sort of an open communication network that, that exists throughout the Rift area. But they decide, does the council, where it's going to get set up, yeah, so, what the lanes are going to be, so they're like, oh, they could either be able to control where it is and make sure lanes never get set up near the thing they're trying to hide, mm-hmm. or... If something is going to be near there, they would know in advance. Yeah, and they could go kill it one at a time because because they'd be reducing the amount of people who go through that that region. Exactly. So they're clearly trying to protect something in the rift. It's probably not a Sith planet, but uh, there is mention made of Sith on a number of occasions. Here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's just 
Luke's real f- afraid that there's a whole shitload of Sith here. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, I'm thinking it definitely isn't the, the Sith planet as well, because isn't the guy, the person who was in charge of ship named like Kavara Shea, and we've already got Savara Rain, and it's like there's too many Sith with too similar of names. <laughs> well, that's basically true of all of the I Sith. I miss when they used to have Darth names, you know, they made a lot more sense to Yeah, me that was it. way more different between all of them when everyone was just Darth something. <laughs> yeah, but at least it was more fun than these like names you would give a World of Warcraft Dark Elf. <laughs> <laughs> these are bo- these are boring. I miss Darth Irinus or whatever, you know, where it just take the top, the first couple letters off a word that means grumpy or mean, yeah. and you're done. I'm Darth Rumpy. <laughs> Darth Rumpy. Hell yeah. I want to see me. his tootsie roll. <laughs> Hell yeah, find me in the club. Darth Rumpy. <laughs> Got the red lightsaber and the boots <laughs> with the fur. <laughs> Darth Rumpy is about to show you the tootsie roll. <laughs> It is not a move the Jedi would show you. <laughs> I am so on board for Darth Rumpy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I am exact. I, I instantly he is above Baby Yoda in my head. <laughs> ride, ride or die for Darth Rumpy. <laughs> Come on, season two Mandalorian, Darth Rumpy, give it to me. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so uh, anyway, mysteries abound. <laughs> Indeed, and. When Leia is like, okay, but what the fuck is going on? Han just starts Uh, being a big douche about this uh, and is like, well, we could, uh? And he just like looks over to Lando and Lando's like, well, maybe if we, and Leia's just in the tank going, say something, say, say anything. I just tell me what's happening. And he looks over to Luke. Well, Luke, are you on board? And Luke nods. Mm Mm-hmm. Just fucking say what you're doing. It, well, we go through three iterations of it. Yeah, where Land, where Han has to tell her that he's got something. Lando, he's got something. Luke, he's got something. And finally, Leia's like, "Would you just tell me I'm stuck in a tank?" It's like, "Well, I've got a plan." And oh, you're like, Ugh. eat a dick. That's the way the last two chapters ended. This, that is. <laughs> I had been giving this book so much praise up to this point, but the I'm going to establish a thing and then just establish it again in another chapter. Fuck you. (laughs) What's the fucking plan, Han? (laughs) Don't just say you have a plan. I hope the plan is just to fly around the rift looking for planets. (laughs) My plan is we kill the bat. (laughs) All right, hear me out. My plan is that we throw a big rock at the Batman. <laughs> it was a really big rock. Ooh, that's actually, I'm more impressed by that now, now, now that I hear it's a, it's a big rock. Well, my way isn't very sportsmanlike. My plan is to use one of my 4,000 powers to kill the Batman. <laughs> one of them is killing a Batman, but I don't know if it's this one. <laughs> it kills some Batman. It kills a Batman. It might be Bruce Wayne. It might be some cricket player. <laughs> Might be a Batman from another dimension. <laughs> Who knows? Four thousand away. A uh, rare mention of four thousand. There he is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't show up as often as people might like. Nah. They're they're huge fans of four thousand. Everyone his, loves four thousand and his four thousand powers. Ah, <laughs> uh, but there you go. That's the two chapters for the week. Yeah, no, it's a short and sweet one. There's there. I mean, it really just boils down to two conversations. Yeah, it's just. All right, Dina and Savara have a conversation, and then Leia has an inner monologue and then talks to Han. I'm sad that we haven't seen Savara's lightsaber yet. Girl, let me see that lightsaber. <laughs> I want to know what color what color lightsaber you Girl, got. Girl, get on the floor with Darth Rumpy. <laughs> also, Darth Rumpy was born this episode. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Darth Rumpy R.I.P. <laughs> oh, shit, he also died? <laughs> was it? He died the way he lived off screen. <laughs> Briefly. <laughs> He's back already. Hey! <laughs> ah, there's many powers to the dark side. <laughs> oh, no. He's got a great ass, but a terrible voice. <laughs> Darth Rumpy. Ooh, shaking it. Shaking the buddy bacon. Shaking it, shaking it, shaking it. <laughs> ah, two concrete biscuits back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bounce a coin off it. <laughs> well, well, sir. <laughs> I don't think we were going to do better than Darth Rumpy anyway. So, uh, patreon.com slash system mastery. We got bonus content. Yeah, yeah, we got bonus content. I'm looking up Darth Rumpy in in Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, prepare for disappointment. Aw. He's not as interesting as you might hope. (laughs) 
<laughs> he only gets a mention in one book. He's from one of the video games. He's on a four X, one of those four X space exploration Star Trek, Star Wars games. No, no, he was in a Star, Star Trek, Trek game. A Star Trek game. <laughs> uh, Data teaches math, featuring Darth Rumpy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. How many times can I shake it? <laughs> I am fully versed in counting rump shakes. <laughs> and now to help me. What, Rex and Effects or something? Who, who are we doing? Rex and Effects. <laughs> Wait, is it actually Rex and Effects? Yes. I thought it was Rex and Effects. They say in the song yeah. Rex and Effects. Oh, they do? I thought they said in the song Rex and Effects. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were talking about like how it's Rex, the band, and then also, their, X. And also their personal effects that they bring along. And effects. Yeah, okay. And our, our personal effects. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. Well, that part's correct. <laughs> Hi, we're the band Rex, and we also brought these suitcases full of our toiletries. <laughs> I mean, we're on tour. We had to bring some stuff with us. So. All I want to do is boom a boom boom, and also blow dry my hair. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. There's God a band. damn it. Okay, so <laughs> we got to stop this. Patreon dot com slash system mastery join us at the two dollar level we're gonna go into wikipedia we're gonna find stuff to talk to each other and you the listener about it is a good time probably it's usually okay it is definitely not never good <laughs> that's uh uh true yeah, yeah. okay yeah that checks out yeah come uh-huh. on diagram that sentence baby <laughs> so once again, that's patreon.com slash system mastery at the $2 level. The $1 level will unlock the bonus content for system mastery, and the $5 level will help us a lot in terms of feeding a baby. Please, <laughs> please feed a baby. Please feed Jeff's baby. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't want you to think that, like, like I'm irresponsibly killing my baby by doing this. Instead of, she's fine. She's okay. She's a healthy, happy baby. Oh, but, so healthy, so happy, but no food. That, that, that said, she's exceedingly hungry all the time, so. <laughs> she is dying. Please, so, please feed gruel to my baby. For $5, you can come feed Gruel to Jeff's baby. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be into Gruel. I mean, you never know. She likes weird stuff. Well, I mean, she just likes healthy stuff. That's, well, she likes... You're the, you're the one who thinks that's weird. No, she eats flowers, okay? <laughs> who doesn't eat tasty flowers? <laughs> nice dried hibiscus? Come on, that's a delicious flower. Rosehip tea? Ew. She stopped eating flowers recently. Now she brings Good. them to me and shoves them up my nose. She's like, you eat them. <laughs> no, she wants me to smell them, but she doesn't quite understand that smelling takes place outside the nose a little bit. Yeah. So recently, like, this needs to go in your nose. Yeah, so recently I'll be sitting out in the yard while she's playing, and she'll just walk up and stick a flower in my nose. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And I have to be like, thanks, Sage. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was I good. sure hope the listeners feed you. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll be back in a week. Yeah, yep. More Star Wars content coming your way until such time as that. I've been Elan Sleazebagiano. And I love Back to Tanks. <laughs> I was really hoping for a rumpy thing. Nah. Rumpy's in the back-to-tank with him, though. That's why he loves <laughs> I'm it. I'm also here. <laughs> Actually, Darth Rumpy in a back-to-tank hanging from the ceiling in a club. Darth Rumpy in a back-to-tank hanging from the ceiling in a club, go-go dancing, mm-hmm. in a diaper and boots. <laughs> I'm Rumpy right through this diaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on another song about butts. Those are all my jam. Good night. Good night.